the Fire Within Podcast. You need a sustainable plan, the right mindset, and the knowledge and inspiration to stoke the fire within. Just like the Phoenix, you can burn your old habits, never turn back, and emerge completely anew. There are no shortcuts. Welcome, Fire Within community. This is the Fire Within Podcast, where we talk about all things health, fitness, and nutrition related. I'm your host, Brandon, with my co-host, Joe. Hello, Brandon. How's it going, Joe? It's good. I'm sore. Yeah, I'm still sore from that same workout from... <laughs> we were just chatting about it too, and it was like, I was frustrated because I feel like when I'm sore, I should have also lifted a bunch of weight. There should have been like massive weight, but the type of workout that we did the other day, we didn't have massive amounts of weight, and yet I'm still very sore. Yeah. Which is the effect I wanted. I wanted to tear my muscles and get the effect of working out, but there's something about not using weight. I don't know if it's an ego thing as a guy, like, it should be more weight. <laughs> I think part of it is uh, nobody wants to be the guy in the gym with 10s and the guy next to him has 55s doing the same exercise. Yeah. Um, but it's just me and you. Yeah. I don't even have that excuse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a huge fan of using less weight to achieve the same results if, when possible because it can lead to a loss, lot less risk and issue on the joint. Is that primarily because when you have more weight, you're more likely to compensate or do the exercise incorrectly? Probably both. Sometimes it's an ego thing where people just add more and more weight and they're not even going through the full range of motion. So not just concern for risk, but also just better form and more quality reps and getting more out of it. So it's possible if you're just motivated by more weight and you do five shitty reps, (laughs) you probably would have been much better off to do decent reps, full range of motion and a lot less weight. weight. You have a more effective workout, better for your body, better for your joints, better for your long-term health. Every time. And that doesn't mean I don't try and push the envelope here and there. But my goal isn't to move as much weight as possible. My way, yeah. my goal is to move the appropriate amount of weight to hit fatigue and cause progressive overload. And I feel for people who don't get the benefit of working with a trainer, like you're my trainer, because I remember when I used to go to the gym and I didn't have a trainer, I was just filming. I was just like, you know how golfers lick their finger and stick it in the air to see which way the wind is going. I felt like that was my approach when it came to choosing weight. I don't know. These ones. Which way the wind's blowing. (laughs) Yeah. So how do you really, how do you find the right amount of weight? Yeah. So it depends on the goals, what you're training for and what kinds of injuries and things you have. Um, so typically between the eight and 12 rep range is good for most people for most exercises. And if you are doing a f- exercise and you're doing it with perfect form, then if you're getting to 12 and you can still keep perfect form, but 13 and you're going to start to break form, that's your max. Okay. So that's what I'm looking for. And you don't always have to train to failure, failure being the last rep you can do with good form, but you want to be pretty fatigued by the end of the set. And oftentimes you'll do three sets in a lot of your workout plans. And so that eight to 10 rep range, and if you can make it to 13, is it better to just keep pushing to keep the same weight or should you drop weight for better form through each set? Anytime form is breaking down and you're not at the end of the rep range, I would definitely drop weight. Um, Now, if it's the third set and you were able to hit the rep range on the first two and you just miss it by one on the third, that's probably okay. That was probably a fairly productive rep, that last rep you did, as long as you didn't break form. Yeah. So that's what we're looking for there. And this is a topic that we've talked about before, but it's important and it bears repeating. There's, if your only goal is I'm going to move the most amount of weight, you might be missing out on a lot of other good benefits 
Exactly. Uh, we talked in an episode not too long ago about different types of ways to work out your muscles, eccentric, isocentric. And basically those are just various ways of saying which part of the exercise you focus on. But the headline there is time under tension. How much time are you actually exerting? So like a good example would be like, let's say we're trying to bust out a ton of weight and we're trying to bench press. And instead of like a one, two count on the way down and then a one count up, you're just like, down up, down up, I got it. <laughs> you're spending less time under tension, which means you're getting a less effective workout than yeah. if you lose use less weight and spent more time under tension. Plus you got momentum. And which explains why I'm so dang sore today because of those freaking Bolivians. Bulgarian, Bulgarian split squats. Bulgarian split squats. Yeah, nobody likes those. Oh great my. exercise though. You just hold on to what feels like not a lot of weight in each hand and then leg day. exactly now before i forget shameless plug there's actually if you download the app which is now in the app stores there's a free unlocked course on just an intro to strength training so check that out you don't have to buy anything all you have to do is download the app create a username and click the quick start guide and i go through form reps sets rest periods and all that in pretty good detail with video explanation as well uh, so that'll give you a pretty solid understanding of what to look for going into it. Yeah, one of the reasons I really like the app is because you don't have to you don't have to think that much. Like you don't have to come up with a plan. It feels very much like having your own personal trainer in your pocket, but you also get that benefit of here's 40 minutes of really well thought out by somebody who knows what they're doing, sequences of exercises that will walk you through a workout. And when you get done, you just feel like, oh man, that was tough. I did it. Yeah. And it feels very effective. Absolutely. And what I think the biggest benefit for me when we use the app versus doing it ourselves is since it times your rest period, you can't like dawdle (laughs) and screw around on Instagram for two minutes. (laughs) I guess you could, but it's got a countdown timer and move to the next exercise at the end of your rest period. And that's all very thought out. Like this is the appropriate amount of time to give your muscles rest to maximize the range. Yeah. Yeah. And so if it's like a three exercise circuit, you have longer rest and you didn't have quite the same amount of rest, but, but yeah, like what we were talking about, if you don't, a lot of my elderly clients, especially they're not wanting to do a lot of barbell stuff and things like that. You can still get the progressive overload and the strength benefit by using some of the techniques like you just mentioned earlier, eccentric, isometric, concentric, slowing those down so that there's more time under tension. And that walks you through all of that. And so just a quick recap, the, which one is the isometric focuses on? Holding. Holding. Yeah. So typically I'll have people hold at the point of most stretch on the muscle. So if you're in a rest position with the elbows locked, like at the top of the press, I don't know, that would be tremendously helpful. So on a bench press, for instance, when you get to the bottom, we're going to add a count on that hold for the isometrics and repetition. So you'll go right. up, down, hold for one count. You'll go up, down, hold for two counts at the bottom. Right. Up, so down, so yesterday, like here's a great example. It's one of the workouts in the app. We did an isometric ladder for a goblet squat, which is where you hold a weight in between your hands and you do a squat. The first one, you just you go down, you come up. The second one, you go down and you stay at the hardest part of the squat for two seconds. Then you come up, then you do three, then you do four. And I tell you, man, it's crazy. It's so much less weight and feels so much less dangerous to do it that way than to load up like 230 pounds and do some deadlifts. (laughs) And I still love the deadlift. I'm not against the deadlift, but not every exercise is right for every person. And you don't want to just do the same exercise every time because it gets boring. Like that five by five app? Yeah. (laughs) Which is still effective, but I lose interest pretty quickly. And if you're doing the same things the same way again and again, your body becomes pretty efficient at it and you get less benefit over time. And so isometric is just one of the kind of tools in the 
tool belt there for increasing the time under tension when you're doing strength training. Yeah, pulses are great. Um, so something people can do if they're not challenged enough with the amount of weight is let's take that bench press example again. When you get to the top, come down just a third of the way and then do a secondary pulse. And then on rep three, you'll go up, pulse two, pulse three, and then come all the way down. Then up, pulse two, pulse three, plus four. So you'll take that top third of the rep and keep increasing by one ladder style um, as you go up. And you can make 15-pound dumbbells by the end of 10 sets. That way, feel like you're doing 80s by the end of that set. Yeah. And again, it lets you focus on your form. It yeah. lets you focus on the proper way to do it because you're just not under so much weight we got isometric, we got pulses, and then there's basically <laughs> different ways to focus on slowing down one one part of the exercise. So concentric and eccentric. I think week two is either eccentric or concentric, but just for people listening, if you wanted to, let's say you're stuck in a hotel gym and you just don't have enough weight, you can slow down and take five full counts on the way down of either bicep curl or bench press or something like that. Whatever stretches the muscle, that's called an eccentric. And so if you slow that eccentric down, that's a lot more time under tension. It's a great tip for not having to buy a bunch of extra dumbbells if you only have a couple. Exactly. Exactly. And then you could do vice versa. You can slow down the concentric where you're contracting for a bench press or a bicep curl. That would be the way up where you're shortening the muscle. Take five slow counts to complete that portion of the rep. Another thing that I found is when you're using body weight, you have a couple of exercises in the body weight portion, especially like things that I had never really even heard of before. But basically one where you're like doing a fly, like is if you did chest fly and you got to the center of it, but you just hold and press and squeeze. Oh, yeah. And that is crazy hard. Yeah, because you could generate an infinite amount of force and it doesn't matter what kind of weight if you're doing that. Yeah, you're yeah. using your body as the that isometric as the strength. Yeah. yeah. And, and you can also take the hands, squeeze them together, starting at your chest and then press out and squeeze more and more as you press out. And that'll get you a huge contraction, not just in the chest, but also in the triceps and the shoulders. Yeah, we often do those as maybe finishers where there's no weight. The one that is like the one with the curl. I was always surprised how hard that one is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. I think the hand squeeze press is one of the unlocked ones that's in the free library on the app as well. Yeah. So if you want to go to the exercise library, I put at the very top a tab called free exercise library. And there's one of every type of exercise in there for you to try out. But there's 234 total. And again, it's really important and you break it down very well. Here's the right form to do it. And here's why to do it this way. And focusing on that is like the key to preventing injury as well as maximizing. If you're going to work out, you might as well get the full effect. Exactly. It's really easy to just slip into the wrong mindset, which is like, I just have to finish this set. Exactly. And just power through with ugly form. Or- yeah. Quarter, quarter rep. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so check that out. It'll walk you through all kinds of stuff on the intro. Uh, if you look at the quick start guide, there's an intro to strength training section that'll talk a little bit about that. And then uh, everything's programmed for you if you decide to do the subscription to do the full six week programs. But you're not, a, you're not against using more weight. So let's walk through what's the benefits of using more weight. You obviously drop the amount of reps. But what, are, what effect does it have on your body to up the weight? You're recruiting more muscle fiber at one time. So it's great for building strength and efficiency of muscle fiber firing. And it is good to tax the joints in a healthy manner to strengthen them, but you could do too much too soon and actually do the opposite as well. But your risk is just much less with the lighter amount of weight. 
but it's still good to challenge your body if it's safe to do, if you have proper form. Just yeah. the heavier you go, uh, the more you're going to pay if there is a slip up of form. That's the trade-off. Yeah, and I think you've incorporated that into our workouts as well as into the app, the idea of like challenge weeks where it's like, here, we're really going to bust it on this week. And then it won't always be this way. (laughs) (laughs) But a lot of the challenge weeks that you have built in are not so much about just trying to hit max weight reps, but it's trying to complete what feel like very difficult chipper sets and (laughs) huge volume of workout. And then what's really cool about it is you and I have actually done the plan more than once. And the second time you make it through the challenge week, you're like, Oh, I made it a lot further. And it's a good verification that, Oh, this is paying off. Like it's actually, I'm seeing movement here. Yeah. I'm seeing that I am stronger. My endurance is going up. And, and that also means that you get to see that difference in the mirror, which is always good. And uh, the significant others like that too. Yeah. Everybody wants to look good naked. I just want to not look frightening naked. Is it, is that a, Do you find that working out in all these different ways, eccentric, concentric, isometric, holds, more weight, is it good to always mix it up? Is there validity in this idea of muscle confusion? (laughs) Have you found a formula that seems to work the best? Like I like to do this more than others. I think that there is some truth to this idea behind muscle confusion. There's a really funny video that people are copying in their own unique ways where he goes to do a lap pull down, but he ends up putting his feet underneath and doing a calf raise with the whole machine. <laughs> muscle confusion. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's not trying to sneak up on your muscles and confuse them. That's, that's not, not quite the idea, not. but I think variety is, is helpful into developing new skills. I think neurologically it's great for patterning and new neurological pathways to become more efficient at movements. But I think spending around four weeks in each type of training technique, anywhere from four to 12 weeks is a good idea. And I tried to do something similar with the programming on those six-week programs. I figured people a little bit newer may not be ready to start a 12-week one. So we started off with launching three six-week programs, the body weight, the strength, the weighted one, and then the core program. But anywhere from four weeks to three months following specific techniques, I think make the most sense. Now, it moves a little bit faster in terms of change of technique on the app. So you're going to have one week of isometric strength, one week of concentric strength, and one week of eccentric strength. But after that, you have total body circuits uh, on all of those days that are going to stay in that 10 to 12 rep range. So the actual core of the programming is all going to be the same for a couple of weeks. We're just going to change one of the variables in the beginning exercises to work on different skills. Yeah. So what's happening in your body? Cause this is what I've noticed. So this is just, this isn't a scientific study. This is just stuff that Joe's noticed. If I do a very regular workout plan for more than four weeks, it almost seems like it stops working like a five by five or something like that. And yeah. maybe that's just what you were talking about. Your body, it's more efficient and used to it. But when I say stop working, I guess what I mean is I might not have the same soreness afterward. I might not feel the good effects of having a hard workout as much. Yeah. It's just kind of, oh, I worked out. Move on. That's where progressive overload and always testing the next rep or next weight range is at least worth doing on the last set. And that can help spur that on a little bit. But to, at some point, that is going to level off as well. I and mean, that's where I think it's probably a good idea to change up the approach and the techniques used. So it's less, probably the term muscle confusion is maybe the wrong term. It's probably more along the lines of effectively working out. 
Yeah, and variety, I think. Variety, yeah. Yeah. And that's not to say that doing those same exercises again and again won't get you stronger. There are people who only do one move, the deadlift, and that's it. That's their whole life. They do the deadlift. They come to the squat rack. They do 45 minutes of stretching and mobility exercises, and then they do an hour and a half of deadlift. And they'll do one really, they'll work their way up to their one rep max, and then they'll rest for quite some time and then do another one. Yeah, I appreciate those kind of people. They seem to have a level of self-discipline that I don't have. (laughs) That doesn't seem to work for me the same. Yeah. Um, To me, it's just not exciting, but to some people, that's the most thrilling thing in the world. And that's awesome. Yeah. That's not the niche I cater to, but it is effective and it does work. Yeah. Normally I think of people that are great at that are people that are just already disciplined in a ton of other areas in their life. Ex-military guys. Like those are the guys (laughs) that I think of that, yeah, that's my workout. I do the same workout every day I have for the last 30 years. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, I'm not there. I do Murph. I just do Murph every day. (laughs) But I think it's worth changing it up, if not just because of strength, but also neurologically. You know, as I start working with more and more older clients with Parkinson's, neurodegenerative diseases, and learn more and more about how brain patterning and neurology works, the more important I think it is to try different techniques. Even something as simple as if you're right-handed, try writing with your left hand uh, because of the brain patterning that goes on. It helps with creativity. It helps with thought process and people with neurological disorders. It helps them grow new pathways as the old way gets attacked with whatever autoimmune thing they have going on. But I think everybody could benefit from challenging their brain and their body and coordination in different ways. Yeah. If you think about it, that's the whole point of strength training is to grow. Yeah. So if you want to just deadlift, that's cool. You could do that. To me, it's not exciting. And I think the heavier you get, the more risk. I mean, it's not always practical, especially if somebody's at, in a home gym and they don't have a rogue deadlifting set with all the plates and things they need. But it just depends on your goals. There's different trainers for different people. But I'm not going to take anything away from the people that, that like that and enjoy that. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I think if you found a workout plan that's working for you, that's great. I just don't think that's where most Americans are. Yeah, yeah, probably I think not. if you did a survey of, are you... How satisfied are you with their level of workout? Most Americans would not be like seven to 10 in the range out of 10. They would probably be more like workout. What workout? Let me start by putting the donut down. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a great eccentric. That's right. Putting the donut down, especially if it's like a a cake donut and they're a little bit thicker and heavier Uh, versus a yeast one. I just want donuts. (laughs) Taking it in the wrong direction. This episode sponsored by Krispy Kreme Donuts. Kreme Donuts. Yeah. Rogue donuts. Rogue They're, donut. weighted. <laughs> They're weighted. They're <laughs> weighted. Protein powder in the middle. Oh, man. <laughs> Special donut eating apparatus where you weight your wrist. Finally, a sustainable approach to meeting your health goals. The Fire Within app, available now on Apple and Android. What you get is an intro to strength training guide, comprehensive exercise library with over 200 exercises, a comprehensive nutrition health transformation course, a six-week meal plan, over 70 recipes, a six-week health redemption strength training course. This is for use with people with equipment and then the same course modified for body weight exercises. You'll also receive a six-week Inferno Abs Core supplemental program. If you download our free app right now, you'll get access to the podcast, exercise and app quick start, recipes, and more for a $29.99 a month subscription. You'll get the health transformation course, full access to the exercise library, 
the weighted course, the body weight course, the Inferno abs, recipes, and the podcast. So what are you waiting for? Try it now for free today. Download the Fire Within app. Hey, Fire Within Nation. Has this ever happened to you? You go online to find a quick recipe for mashed potatoes, but first you have to hear about Grandfather's Farm in 1929. When I was a boy. <laughs> the first time you had a potato, and like six and a half chapters later, you get to the ingredient list. Tasted like dirt. Drives me nuts. So me and Joe have worked to solve that issue for you. If you head to firewithinnf.com and check out the recipe section, healthy recipes, following the Fire Within way. And it's just the recipe, no blog, you're welcome. You'll find recipes like steak chimichurri. There's a bananas foster smoothie recipe. There's a sourdough French toast. Lots of healthy things. Make your own ranch dip and, and tons more. So head to firewithinnf.com. Check out the recipe section and enjoy. I think my first experiment with, or my first introduction to messing with tempo technique, Mm-hmm. Eccentric, concentric portions, all that is 21 curls. That's like a super old school classic. So it's bicep curl, but you do the top half seven times, you do the bottom half seven times, and then you do the full range of motion seven times, hence 21 curls, which is implementing that pulse idea with all kinds of other stuff. But that's what really, that was my first introduction into messing with the technique. Yeah. And like when we work out, you're always saying stuff like this will highlight this portion of the muscle. I know when I first started working out, it was very simple in my mind. It was like, I'm working out my chest, (laughs) but there are different ways to work out your chest that highlight the different areas of your chest muscles. You got the upper clavicular fibers you've got for the center, and then you got the lower pec, which kind of comes around and down. And most of your muscle families in your body have different areas that require different type of working to access those. And that's another thing that like, it's a lot of research. And it's another reason why a really well thought out program can be an excellent place to start for people because somebody who knows what they're doing has been thinking of this. And I think it's really important for muscle imbalances, corrective exercise and things of that nature. For instance, if somebody wants a bigger butt and they just work their glute max again and again, and they never work their glute media, that could potentially lead to some knee, hip and lower back issues down the road. So getting all three sections of the glutes, minimus, maximus and medius would be pretty important and understanding how to program some of those smaller groups that don't get a lot of attention. Yeah, and you obviously can't do as much weight. It's a different type of exercise. and uh, But I always enjoy that in the workouts that we do, and it feels like it's almost like something that's novel or something that we don't do a lot. And um, it feels like you're caring for a part of your body that you've been neglecting. Yeah. And that doesn't mean novelty for the sake of novelty. There's a hilarious Instagram account with this guy on a skateboard with all this apparatus and chains and bands and things hanging off. Like his latest one, he was holding a ping pong ball and his eyeball on top of a, what are those speed stick skateboards? <laughs> and, and there was a solo cup and he goes to the bottom of a Jefferson squat, which is where the ball is between your legs. He drops it out of his eyeball into the cup and comes back up with 600 pounds. Like that's his whole, whole, that's his whole <laughs> shtick. And it's hysterical. I love his posts. I'll have to go find it and put it in the show notes. Again, not what we mean with muscle confusion. No. And he's just, like the weirdest type he's of just poking fun at that. I'd really like to get him on the show. He's hysterical, uh, but it's not quite what I mean. Yeah, so not novelty for the sake of novelty. Make sure there's some purpose behind it. Probably a better word than novelty is just thoroughness. Like making sure that you're covering all the different ways and the different areas of muscle. Yeah. 
And that still doesn't negate the principle that some exercise is better than no exercise, as long as it's done with good form. And Um, some exercises are still better than other exercises. That's true. Like the deadlift, for example. And then there's some that are not good or dangerouser ones. Dangerouser, that sounded really educated. I'm not a fan of the bench dumbbell fly because I think there's a high chance of tearing your pec. So So I like to do that on the floor or doing a standing fly with the cables to where you're not in that line of gravity where you can get hurt. Yeah. You are trying to create micro tears in your muscles. You're not trying to create an actual tear. Exactly. (laughs) If you hear a tearing sound, you've gone too far. There's your sign. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're new to working out, form is key. You don't want to just throw around weight. You don't want to just lift heavier and heavier just for the sake of lifting heavier. If you need some help with form and getting all that started, I'd love for you to check out the Fire Within app. Super excited it's launched. There's a free guide that takes you through, and you can also test out some of the workouts and exercises. And you did hundreds of videos about the right way to do each kind of exercise. Jeez, that was too much. I don't want to do that again. So use them. And also, shake up your workouts. If you're used to doing it the same way, try taking longer on the stretch portion or longer on the contraction portion. You can do holds. You can do pulses. Mix it up. Challenge your body in some unique ways. You don't have to just challenge it by increasing weight. There's so many other ways to do it that may or may not be more joint friendly. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. If you did, go check us out at firewithinnf.com and sign up for Refuel, a weekly email with recipes, videos, and tips to stoke the fire within. Also, you can join the Fire Within community by being added to our Facebook group. And don't forget to follow us on social media.